0: Welcome back to The Syntegration Station. I am TK, your host, along with Ryan, my co-host. Today marks the final episode for Season 1 and Part 2 of the CDA trip that Syntegration took to Dallas. So tune in now as we continue our conversation about what's coming in the new year for Syntegration and home technology here on The Syntegration Station. Are you going to bring up one of these events about having uh, the the solar panels on there so we can start creating a, a more efficient, uh, you know, we talked about the battery use on the on the. Shades. I love where
1: you're going with this. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that could be something that we see where you have uh, some, you know, PV array or a little PV on the backside of a window. I don't know if they make it so efficient yet. It'd probably be have, to, have to be quite large to capture enough. But um, you know, I'm yeah. just thinking off the top of the head. You know? I, I that's
2: I like these these uh, discussions. Oh. so so the router box is a uh, it's a computer that does filtering, and it it does content filtering, it does domain level filtering, and what I mean by that is it it checks the address that you're actually going to. So when you go to Google.com, you're there is a there's this thing called a DNS and it's converting that google.com and it's looking it up into the search table and it's converting it to the IP address of the of google so google's actual actual address is not google.com it's some i don't know what a 24.26.2 some random, some right, random right. number right and so there's this thing called DNS that looks it up well what what this box does is it che- it does a double check of that IP address and make sure oh this that's in that that IP address is from Russia so block it or it's from you know some other place that you don't want to or allow it and so you can do all these extra i guess filterings and adjustments and you can really dial in the security level for that customer so that was pretty cool
0: so that customer that uh, any specific one customer that you're talking about might have some young children and they don't want their children to watch a program or they don't want them to accidentally find something on the internet. You're saying that this router box is even more proficient in, in being able to filter those types of things. It does have parental control filtering.
2: Um, it also has just general threat filtering. So there's a lot of times where you'll go to a website and there might be a piece of malicious code that stuffs that sends you off to another website that you have no idea about.
1: Um, like if somebody sent you an email would it maybe forewarn you to open a document or a web link um or or stop that attack because i know that's another thing is like if you open a package email in the body and you click the link somebody could essentially
2: yes i want to say okay. i uh i only spent like a few minutes mm-hmm. um with them uh they're actually out they're from here they're from colorado and so uh, i'm i'm actually going to have them come in here and we're going to we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Oh, um, nice! We are actually doing a lot of this already with our network design that mm-hmm. I built last year. So uh, it was kind of cool and sort of refreshing to see that. Oh, look, we already had this like idea. A threat <laughs> mitigation
1: or like threat blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. We actually uh, implemented the whole threat mitigation uh, country blocking system earlier this year into all of our all of our new networks. Um, and so it was it was interesting to see like oh we already do that. And so I started talking to one of the engineers. There and he's like, Oh, you're one of the first dealers I've heard that is already doing this. So, and I was like, Oh, you're in Inglewood? Just dude, come on over. <laughs> well,
0: is that a patent thing for you or is that something that, uh, you know, anybody that creates it can use it?
2: Ultimately, I you can just write it yourself. You're not necessarily copying the actual code per se, but what the code does, you're duplicating. So, I don't know if you could copy that. Do you feel like it might have more to do with?
1: really focusing in on the custom configuration settings. Some people just don't dive deeper into the networking aspect and they probably just leave that portion off. Whereas we're paying a little bit more attention to customizing the network in order to do threat mitigation, whereas it might be more a plug and play for another dealer who doesn't focus on customized networking.
2: For example, so my kids, right? They they love Roblox. Um, it's a it's a game, right? Mm-hmm, yep. Okay. And actually, they play it with your kids. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so, I nice see you. That's um, how out of touch I am. So they, uh, but Roblox is uh, actually has a lot of security loopholes, um, and uh, and there's a lot of. Lot of stuff that can happen with that, and what you can use is you could use that program that uh, Lua or the the Roblox game to then go do something else malicious. So it's not almost ne- like
0: a smokescreen or something. Yes, yeah, like
1: using it as like a medium to get through to like that user. Correct. Because uh, you know you're all connected to this server.
2: Yep. Or you're trying. You can use that server's IP address as your gateway to go do something else malicious because then if you were to get caught it would fall back on that person and and versus the okay not not the actual hacker so a lot of times hackers will uh you know store that will basically use they'll hack into your system they're not taking your stuff they're using they're basically going to go do something else illegal and they're going to pretend to be you Wow. So
0: that's... That's kind of scary, though, when you think about it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Digital safety and wellness is
1: uh, something that we really focus and prioritize.
0: That's good. I mean, like we talked about last week when we, before you guys left uh, about security and privacy. Mm-hmm. So I am with that. I'm learning more and more about this, which is really exciting.
2: Yeah, the, uh, the security part of it, I... Some guys here at the office think I go a little bit overboard on the security. There's always a balancing act with security. You know, it's every time you add a layer of security, you've added a layer of complexity. Um, I think everyone now is familiar with 2FA or two form authentication. You ever gone to like your bank and you get this pop up of the note there. The reason behind that is because now if I were to steal your password, let's just let's just say your password was chicken one. Right on, on some Wait, website. That's my password. How did you know that? I I know, just, no, right? I was going to say that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of a two-form authentication is that I even if I still had that, it wouldn't matter. I would also need your cell phone because I'm gonna log in and then that website is gonna send a text message to my cell phone to then and I'm gonna have to type that code in. And that code only works for like a minute. So unless they also hack the T Mobile. SMS system, which I think that kind of happened uh, last year with T-Mobile, didn't it? Uh, there, there was a, uh, there was a hack of um, from T-Mobile. It wasn't on the SMS side. Okay. It was uh, just their entire customer database got cloned. Um, it was, wow. Uh, it was actually kind of an interesting thing. Um, from, from the blog I read, it, basically what had happened was a, a, a guy. I think he was young too. I think he was like in his like early twenties or even his late teens. And he uh, he found a list of all the IP addresses of T-Mobile uh, equipment, and he wrote a script, and he just started randomly trying all these IP addresses with the default admin admin as the username password. And sure enough, he found some device that some IT network engineer had forgotten to update, and uh, and it was sitting live on the you know the public space and he was able to log in and once he was logged in he didn't know what to do so he cloned the database gates are open after that wow
0: um and uh do you guys really again i know ryan just said that you guys take that se- security and privacy really important so this is something that you guys really push to your clients as you bring them these custom jobs and say hey you know the lights and the tvs and everything are great but the privacy and security aspect of the is just as important as making sure your TV works properly.
1: And I think as time goes on, we'll need to explain that less and less, because people have their identity stolen often, people have devices that are hacked, people have their computers that have issues. So eventually this will be, "Hey, how secure is this?" But at, right now, we're at the forefront of that conversation, letting them know what we're taking. Um, as precautionary measures for the network and what ideally hardware we want to supply that is professional enough to actually manage it instead of just a plug-and-play, you know, Wi-Fi kit um, that doesn't allow us that type of customization. So in the future, this will
2: be something that I think
1: people are requesting quite often is digital wellness and safety.
2: Yeah, it was uh, definitely the security part of it. I I do feel it's kind of, it's one uh, one of our values that we try to tell our customers is, you know, it, we want you to understand that you are moving in this house and we're going to install this really awesome IT gear and it's going to be really cool and your house is going to sing and dance and it's going to be really awesome. You also have to realize that hackers are actively trying to penetrate systems. And they're not purposely trying to get you. They're just trying to find an open door. You know, I think a couple weeks ago, you guys talked about how, uh, I think it was you, how, you know, one guy was just walking around the houses and just trying random doors. It's a lot the same way as you could imagine that, but on the digital space. So you have these hackers and they're, they're not purposely going after you, but you left the door open. So... You know they're gonna just mess with you
1: because well they can. They'll knock on any door they can, and it's really easy to knock on thousands of digital doors instead of in the real world. Um, and you could stay anonymous. So it's. I was
0: just gonna say yeah, you could be anywhere in the world, and as long as you know how to work the internet, then you're pretty much. That's why we're on free-ranked. the we're on
2: the good side.
0: We all the we, good yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah we uh we definitely you know. We we definitely advocate better passwords, stronger passwords. The biggest thing, and this is just I, I preach this a lot here, is get yourself a password management system. It uh, I I even talk to my wife about this all the time, and for a long time she fought it and didn't understand. You know well I I just use the same three passwords, and the the whole reason here is that if you use those same three passwords and site five gets hacked, that means that your email and that password you used are now married together and all I have to do is write a script and I can just randomly try that on every single website in the world and if I get a get a hit then I can now have full access so what a password management system does is it it is a storage locker for all of your passwords Um, I I probably have I don't know 400 450 passwords and it seems like a lot but with a password management system, I only have to remember one password. And okay. then once I open up my locker, my 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 password locker,
0: like a virtual locker. yep imagine okay,
2: imagine okay. like a virtual locker. and in there, instead of your passwords being chicken, one, it's some random set of of letters, letters and numbers, numbers and, and, X, and yeah. codes. and I just have to look at that more as like a key. So I open up the vault, I grab the right key, I put it into the site, it opens. The beauty of that is if that site gets compromised, I just throw that one key out. I don't I don't have to worry about- Not the hundred other exactly. keys and having to go to
1: each website. I'm, I'm uh, in that situation now where I'm compromised, at least Gmail is telling me I am. So I have to go through the process of changing all of my passwords. So this conversation hits quite hard and I'll probably need to do a password management system.
0: I see you got a magazine open. What, what's going on there?
1: Yeah, so uh, I brought back this magazine. Basically, this was a uh, sneak peek to Cedia. So they've been teasing uh, different vendors and stuff. This was what they sent out just the last month. We were going through, um, basically, uh, this is a different category that we've been talking about, but it's outdoor. And they're putting a lot of innovation into lighting and sound products outside. And before it was kind of hokey. You know, there'd be like like some sort of rock speaker or bench with a speaker in it. And they're dialing it in to make really slim landscape lights that also have speakers built into those. And they all stream together. So there are some very interesting things happening in the outdoor entertainment that was highlighted at Cedia 2. And this is something you saw
0: this last week as well.
1: Yeah, we saw uh, specifically lights like a, think of a, a nice sconce or coach light outside. And it looks nice. It has a, you know, tunable white light so you could dial it in. But it's a mini bollard, and there's actually a speaker uh, system inside. And that can play in conjunction with eight other ones. So you can install these lighting products that also have uh, distributed audio throughout them as well. So if you wanted to dot around a pergola or a covered
2: patio, that was a really neat system that I haven't seen in the past before. So say your, your house, right? You got your backyard, you have that pergola, um, you have sconces on either side of the door. Um, actually, I think you only have the one sconce. But if you added another sconce for balance, it would uh, it would line up. But those those lights would also double as speakers. Oh wow! And uh, and that I mean, there's a lot of potential both from you know just from a coolness factor. Now you get sound, um, but also I I really like um, the idea of it as an added layer of uh, future notification of security. Um, so I. You know, a lot of times you have security systems, right? Security system is great, but security system really only works once the door is open, um, right? Once your front door is open. Well, I want to know before they even get to my door. You know, no one. And that's where the alerts come in, correct? Exactly. So, with uh, with these lights, um, for example, at my house, if you were to walk onto the the driveway, my Unify cameras would detect that there's a person. I have programming in my Control 4 that says if I'm home and it's nighttime after, say, 11, um, and there's a person detected on the driveway, then I, uh, I have this... Um it's like a yak mating call um, that actually plays this sound. You say yak it, mating it, it is. It's, oh, it's, oh, that'd be uh, disturbing. Man, that I'll definitely like... drives somebody away from your house. So it. Uh, it that's. Um, we actually. Uh, I. I originally installed it for a job up in Aspen where they had a lot of. Well, they had a big black bear problem, and so they had the homeowner had this uh, really small dog, um, like this old like a twelve pound chihuahua thing, um, and uh, and they were she was afraid that like the bears the mountain lions would eat it, and so we have this we had this button we called the bear scare and you would hit it and it would just play this like yak mating call at a hundred percent volume in in the back
0: of this house and uh, she loved it it was great Um, did you go and like like research different sounds that could be scary like how did you find the yak mating um, call i don't remember actually (laughs) how i how i came up with that um it sounds like a big animal
1: i'd imagine a bear would be you know disturbed by that sound yeah but uh if
2: we were um, we were in the truck eating lunch, and uh, there was an actual black bear like on the on the driveway. So it's oh, a it's a legitimate problem for them. Um, but anyway, so I used that noise uh, I found with. Um when uh, when people would try to come up to our to our cars at night and try to break in, um, you know we had the automatic lights and and those work great and those definitely deter a little bit. Uh, but most people nowadays know that lights can come on automatically from motion, so right. it doesn't really stop an intruder that much. But a a yak mating call, no one's really ever heard that. And at three in the morning, like. <laughs> 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 you know, that is just a thing, right? That's great. I love that. Um, Man, that's awesome. And, uh, and that's really what uh, I, I think is cool about this new lighting is that now we can add in this extra layer of security all from the existing IoT equipment that they have. All we had to do was just install this new, new light. Yeah, you just
1: audio. needed power. Um, and as long as it's within uh, the mesh system, it'll communicate uh, back as far as lighting controls and also the
0: audio. That's amazing. Okay. I do have one last question with you guys. So, this was all for home, right? Did you guys see anything that was like specified for business when you went to CDA?
2: The, uh, so CDA is, um, it is residential and commercial. Uh, Primarily, though, our business mostly focuses on residential. I mean, we still do commercial, um, but we just kind of skip that side of it. Um, Okay. But there, it, it, it does exist. It just, the show was so large i i realistically could have been there an additional 2 days um to see everything I, wow and so uh, i i missed um some really cool uh led stuff and i heard about later and things like that so th- there was a whole another section for commercial um but we just i didn't see it
1: and as far as you know we're concerned we play in the space called the Resi-mercial space. Resi-mercial? Resi-mercial. like that. It's uh, I like that. kind of a blend between what could be a large residential project, but not a full-blown commercial operation. An example would be a tailored conference room where we could tie in audio It's nothing too uh, large or complex um, for our team to handle. Uh, however, Resi-mercial is a blend of, you know, the controls and what you're doing with the AV. Um, so yeah there's there's a there's a time and place for us to both be in the commercial and residential uh,
0: world. Okay, final question. Is there anything that you hope to see either one of you uh, next year that you didn't see this year, that you're hoping that these companies uh, maybe innovate within the next year or so?
1: Uh, So it's going to be the protocol for wireless communication uh, between all of the manufacturers and brands. Right now, there's a lot of different ways for devices to communicate, and it's mostly proprietary to their hub or their Bluetooth or Zigbee or Z-Wave or their Wi-Fi. But there will be a clear way for all of them to connect at some point. And uh, I know that they're in agreements now, like Apple and some of the big players where I think we will start to see a streamline of how they how well does everything start to work together and and it works pretty well now but I think it will see things are just going to be very open as far as yeah that'll
0: work with this um, and this is how that's great how about you AJ
2: yeah we uh, I I agree for sure um, I'd like to see better user controls um, from from the adjustment of home automation ideas so it's a uh, it, a lot of the a lot of the ways we use technology now is where the where the commander where the where the captain right so we I, you open up your app for your lighting scenes and you can select all the lighting scenes but what I really want is I want my lights to naturally evolve over the course of the year I I don't like I know I can set my lights to three thousand Kelvin I know I can set them to twenty seven hundred when it's evening I know I can set them to forty five hundred in the middle of the day. I want them to do that for me. I don't want to have to think about that. You know, that's what, you know, the the technology should uh, adapt more gracefully.
0: I think we've talked about the adaptation, and and so that's something that's important. And I I agree with you, because as somebody who's not very versed in this, listening to you guys tell us these stories about what you're learning and the advancements, I think it's going to give it, uh, for more the layman people, it's going to give them more of an opportunity to see what is capable. And like I said, for me, that's important because... I'd like to take some of these things and put them on my house. So,
2: yeah, I, uh, the other big thing I'm, I was noticing at the show, and you're just going to see this more and more, is the ability of a remote managed platform. Customers want technology, right? Everyone wants this cool stuff in their house. But if you don't, understand network technology, if you're not an IT engineer, um, if you're not a senior, you know, software developer, that kind of thing, it can be kind of overwhelming and daunting. Um, the The systems do operate uh, by themselves. But when you start merging them all together, you know, how do you get the shades to move with the lights? And how do you get that to tie to your keypad? And, you know, how, how do you do all these different things? I, you know, when I come in my house, I want to type a code in at the front door, and it should know that it's me and it should automatically do a bunch of stuff. Well, right now I have to be the one that comes up with what does it mean by stuff. And so uh, we currently we use Control4 cuz it's that remote managed platform. And so where we can log into your house and we can modify that, but what we're what I want to see is more of like okay, I want to implement all the customers in this area now get this new cool lighting scene. So Halloween's coming up. Right. Right. Uh, We have a we have a system called the Digital Wellness Plan, um, which is uh, we log into your home once a month and we actually perform updates and tweaks and customizations. Well, one of the customizations that we're going to do this month is we're going to set during the week of Halloween, we're going to set all the backlighting of all the keypads to orange. Oh wow! So uh, just
0: you know for for that for this month, just for for that one little
2: chunk, and it's cool, and it's it gives your smart home life, and we can do that because it's remotely managed.
1: We're doing something similar for a large. We did an exterior accent lighting job recently, and we're sending or just gonna update remotely the the job because it's it's Halloween, and he's like, can you make this orange? And it's this beautiful tape lighting throughout the entire house and uh, Mark on our team is going to just you know, set it up, program it, and be like, yeah, yeah, just press this button. And
0: his entire house is just going to turn a really cool festive like fall orange. Wow, it sounds like you guys have got a lot going on. I'm excited to see what you guys got coming up next. Hopefully some uh, crazy jobs you guys got coming up here in the fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a few. Uh, the, the end
2: of the year um, is always kind of our rush. It's always when we have the most amount of jobs. Everyone's trying to get it done before Christmas. That's the going. Crunch
0: time, <laughs> TK. Crunch time, yep. okay. Well, hopefully we can get AJ on again. Uh, it'll be exciting. I enjoyed today and learning about what you guys did at CDA. Yeah, it was fun. I uh, I like this. It's uh, it's always great to see the new stuff that's coming in. I love new things. Those rock. So this wraps up Season 1 for the Integration Station. Look out for Season 2. We are going to have a bunch of new guests as well as get AJ back on a few times. Go to Anchor, Google, Amazon, like, and subscribe. Leave a question or a comment. Check out syntegration.com. There is so much information on there. Until next season, people, stay smart.